Welcome to the Bitcoin Consciousness Podcast. Today we will talk about uh, value for value and momentum meditations. And I have invited Scott from New Zealand to join us. Welcome, Scott. Hello, Summer. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you have done two momentum meditations, both of them. And uh, so I thought it would be great if you could share your experience with our listeners that might be interested in joining the upcoming Momentum Meditations. Well, yes, I've done, I've done two sessions. I'm actually looking forward to doing more sessions because I really enjoy them. And I'm, I'm getting a lot out of them. And I also feel that I'm only scratching the surface. So, um, could you could you talk a little bit about yourself and how you have meditated in the past, things like this? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I would say that I've um, I've just dabbled in what I would call my spiritual awakening throughout my life. And it's, it's never really been, I've never really found something that gives me a deep life-changing experience. I've, um, so for, we go right back. I'm, I was brought up a, in a Catholic environment and went to church and did all those things when I was younger. And I never got anything out of that, any sort of spiritual experience from that. I travelled, um, once I'd finished studying and stuff, I travelled overseas for a number of years. And through that, that was probably the most liberating time in my life. It's seven years of just just travelling and enjoying and, and did things like Reiki courses and transcendental meditation and other things like that. But again, I never really got that. I never really got it. I never really got what it was about. It was very relaxing and peaceful and calm for me. But I never had those ahas or understood what, what I was what I was doing. So we'll, we'll get on to, I guess, what, what I'm getting out or what I have got out of the momentum meditations today. But for me, it's different. It's a different insight now, and it's actually... It's more about, you know, for me, it's about that that personal self-work to make myself better, purer, cleaner. And then it's about being part of the integrating and being making a contribution to the to the universe and to to the energy flow and those sorts of things. So to answer your question, yes, I have I have dabbled. But I've never really, um, it's only now that I'm starting to see a true purpose to, um, to why I'm doing that. But I've always had that, I've always had that drawing to, to awaken myself spiritually. Um, I've always felt something there that needs to be done. And um, this, this feels, this feels the way the techniques I've managed to learn from you have have helped me to get into a much more relaxed, calm, 
meditative state then allows those those great things to happen. Yeah. yeah. So let's uh, break it down what it is we're actually doing there. If we look at the structure first, it's three weeks and it's three times per week. Have you, uh, you've been doing it two times. So have you noticed like um, a progression, like what the first week compared to the second week compared to the third week from your experience? Yeah, absolutely. And then also the two session. So I'll start with the first session. So very much um, what I found, and the thing I noticed the most in the in the early stages of the first session was it was it was about me and it was about I was able to get to this level of um, so we're we're kind of anchoring our, our physical senses and I could I managed to settle the the monkey mind really really quickly and effectively so that's different from what I'd had before um, with my own group or individual meditations in person. So yeah, for those first couple of sessions, for me it was it was very much about oh wow I've got to this this relaxed calm state really easily and I've never meditated for thirty minutes before and and stayed so you know had that that focus uh, all that time so that was that was my first I guess revelation and very very pleasant experience but I have to say there was nothing amazingly powerful about that it was just really easy to get to and a very relaxing peaceful space to be in what i then started to um, experience was the impact of the wider group so i started to sense that that feeling of i was part of a group and we were we were together on this so I guess I, I went into the first session with, with a, you know, I've got a pretty open mind now to try, to try different things. But of course, I thought, well, online, what's, how powerful is this going to be? How am I going to connect with others in a way that's, that's going to be, you know, one plus one equals three sort of thing? How, how, is, that going to, how is that going to work? And it did. I, I remember, I distinctly remember, it was probably one of my third or fourth, fourth sessions. And I got stuck. I got really, I had a like a, a tension in my heart area that I couldn't, I just couldn't clear it. Um, and it was, it, it wasn't, wasn't, it was like a pain, but it was a mixture of excitement of, of where are we going with this? I want to go there. I want to be there. And um, anxiety that I couldn't get there, and I was kind of stuck. And I, I had this experience that it was like everyone else sensed that. And when I I just let go, and it was like the the others took me, cleared that for me, and that was. That was that was my moment where I went, wow. We are really, we are really connecting here. And then, for me, it was well. That's helped me. 
I can now help the others um, as well. So, yeah, that was that was pretty powerful. So I guess that the, the, the first series of momentum meditations I did, I guess what I got out of it was that progression of the me to me being part of a wider group and connecting. And then that realisation that we're all connected and I can make a difference in many ways elsewhere as well. So I guess that was my that was my progression for the first session. Yeah. Uh, if we if I talk to you about it from from another perspective, from my perspective, it's like the first week I'm helping everyone to connect to themselves. Uh, I help them to give them tools how they should direct their focus and how they should open their senses and also their inner senses. So you're able to sense your energy body and so on. So the first week is sort of just setting the stage where everyone is learning how to breathe, how to sit, how to focus their energy and coming into their physical body as well as coming into their energy body. And then in the second week, we're moving more into connecting with the group and more into a start to experience ourselves and others through those senses that we sort of opened up. And then the third week, we go even more freely and it's opening up the flows of um, of the whole group being guided, um, not by me, but by whatever you want to call the universal force. So we, as a group, are sort of going really with the flow, not guided by my mind or my experiences, but we're moving together and and connecting. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, and, and what I I got out of that is there was there was no expectation, there was no expected result. It was just just about trying to clear yourself to to contribute and be part of it, and yeah, that it, there wasn't an expectation there, but there was there was for me. There was a desire to be as authentic and attentive to this as possible. So uh, accountable, I think, is the word. Yeah. I felt that strong urge that I was accountable to others in the group. And that, was, that wasn't an expectation. That wasn't a pressure. It was, just, it was just what I felt and what I needed to do. It was it was really interesting for me going into the the second momentum meditation session that we that I joined the second series shall we say um, because I couldn't it just didn't work out I really wanted to do it but the dates didn't work out for me and so I was only able to join a few of the sessions and you allowed me to listen to the recordings of the other sessions so that yeah which I thought well that That'd be great. I'll be able to sort of catch up, but I'm not not sure that, that was going to be um, very impactful for me. But that was quite different. 
Um, and it may sound bizarre, but <laughs> listening to the recordings or partaking in the recordings, I felt the same level of accountability in the recorded sessions as I did in the live sessions, which it's like that linear time thing was irrelevant and I was there in real time. And that's, you know, sounds crazy, but that's that's how I felt about it. And it's, yeah. it's almost like if I I think about what we're experiencing, you know, on the different sides of the world, we're connecting, we're sharing our energy, we've got uh we're we're present with each other even though we're thousands of miles away. We've sort of overcome space and our spatial linear thing. So why can't we overcome the, the time thing as well? So in the first series you overcome the space limitations in your mind and then in the second round you overcome the time element yeah yeah and you, it was so, yeah. so your awareness is now outside time and space because at least you have the possibility to tap into things outside yeah we're in space time you know we start talking about curved curved space and time and there being we start to wonder whether there is any difference in time really start to wonder if the, the past and the future even exist or will exist whether it's all just real time but i think it's i think it's a matter of it's also connected with our spirit and where we are drawn to and so events have this it's like a space-time bubble so if people meet together it creates like a gravity field around an, an event outside time and space and if your soul is gravitating towards this if you're like supposed to be there i guess in a deeper sense you and you have you have the address you have the the coordinates like you get the recording and if it's part of your journey, you will sort of be drawn into that. And if your if your senses are open, you can experience this as as you are there. It's sort of a position in time and space. So when you listen to the recording, your energy body is connecting with that time space bubble. So it feels like you're there but you're in a different place in a different time. I don't think it's easy for anyone to connect with anything and do anything. I, I, I have this feeling it's like uh, more you're invited on a soul level. So we thought of you when we did the uh, meditation, right? You were part of our group mind there. Uh, so it was easy yeah. for you to, to come into that. That's interesting because, yeah, I was thinking about, as I was thinking about, I felt I was there, I w but I'm in the future. But I was wondering whether the people, but you in the past felt I was there. Yeah, so I think this is just, like you said before, this is things we are scratching the surface of. 
because this is things that I have experienced. I experienced quite regularly, but, but I, I I don't know really how it works. It's, I just talk about my experience. Right? I, I can't point to any scientific evidence or anything like that. I guess this is where my mind is starting to really open up. Um, and I'm really comfortable with that unknown. And I, I realize how much I don't know. And um, I'm an engineer. I, I like to plan and control everything and work everything out. And I'm getting to this place where I'm just starting to quite accept, accept things, which is, yeah, it's all part of that living in the now for me. It's, um, it's unexpected, but it's not surprise. It's, 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 there's awe, but there's not um, shock. That's how it feels. It's just it's part your of experiences, part of and you can't you can't really push away your experiences. It's just it's just to observe them, how mm. it feels. Why would we judge our experiences? And that's that's almost where I think I'm getting to. Well, that's that's where I see in the future for me is I can truly be with those experiences without putting those those filters, those patterns that I, I've had over the past in the past on top of that. Letting go of the fear, letting go of the, the need to sort of control what's going on and and just yeah, just be accepting and, and in awe of what's going on. Um, I think what's happening hmm. As part of this transformation is that we're switching from identification with IDs, you know, so in the mind, we have all these IDs and we think that they are true. So we hold on to them and that's how we see our reality. And that's how we feel safe because we, we think that the IDs are holding us safe, but with these experiences, it, we change and they, what we identify with is more actually time and space again, like our body in space becomes the only thing that we can really hold on to because our experiences come and go, concepts come and go, you know, they are like beliefs. They're coming Oh, now I believe this, oh, that was wrong. So now I believe this, oh, that is wrong. So beliefs come and go, experiences come and go. And we find this center point in our body and in whatever environment we are. And so when I center myself, I don't center myself in a belief system or with a certain guru or something like that or a science, but I just, okay, here's my body. Uh, this is the environment I'm in. And the rest can just flow. And I can just look at whatever beliefs are coming through my system at any time, but I don't hold on to them. And also self-image, like who am I and things like this. So we switch from uh, basing our identity on concepts to experiences, experiences of our body and so on. Does that make sense? I think that's that's this, the change that I've seen in myself to a point um, 
through these last few weeks is that I'm now starting to not act in certain situations, but just be be myself. And and what I'm finding is that um, that my creativity is is really flowing both in my I guess in my my language and my my thinking about challenges and problems and and support I can give to others. Um, I'm starting to starting to get glimpses of that and just let go and trust in that innate intelligence with inside me. Um, and and I say the goodness of the universe, just that benevolence in the universe that things will be okay. And when I get to that it, that state, it just feels like I make good decisions and I have more of positive impact on others. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting what you're saying. I'm at a very much a lower level of, of thinking about that because I'm living and I'm still living in this, this reality around me. I still have to do that. But I'm trying to bring that experience, that way of being to that in my my corporate job and my my relationships with people that are becoming more genuine, becoming more authentic, and becoming more rewarding from those relationships, those conversations, those experiences. Yeah, being able to stay there is, is I guess, the challenge. Uh, yeah, so it's the old patterns that are um, uh, pulling us down. So as long as we identify with old patterns, we return down to them, which is fine, which is uh, because it can't happen all at once. So it's like with the momentum meditations, we get glimpses of a higher consciousness and how it is. But nobody can sort of switch completely. So it has to be this process of uh, integrating, like you say, the higher consciousness mm. into our lives. Because if you would just surrender your life and like, no, I leave my family, I leave my job and go into the desert or whatever, then you're sacrificing your life, you know, your children and your hobbies and everything is not supposed to be like only living with my soul and get rid of everything else but this is like a process of seeing the potential of your soul and then how can i bring that potential into my life into my family into my friendships and work so it will be more peace and these things in my life. Right? And it's like there's work to be done. It needs to be done um, to go away and just live in the desert or live in the cave, run away from it all. It's it's almost missing the point for me. It's There's a realisation. There's, there's things to fix. There's work to be done. And through that becomes a more powerful experience by doing that work yeah but it can be maybe a little bit of a painful experience when we come up to this higher consciousness we see 
the fear patternings. We see why people are doing things and and we have to walk around with that awareness. And But it's also like, so we know that someone is doing something against us, but we can see, see now with this higher consciousness why they're doing it. And we sort of forgive them faster rather than react against them and sort of conspire against them as a revenge. With this higher consciousness, it's like, we forgive them as soon as they do it because we can understand why they do it. And when we do that, they don't get the response that they expect. So they will start to awaken a little bit. Yeah, now I'm seeing that. So do you think uh, that this meditation course could work for beginners also, or do you think it's more for advanced from your perspective? Well, I, I would consider myself a beginner. And, yeah, so for me, to be fair, I was a little bit daunted by the by the concept of going into this because I guess I'd, I'd listen to you talk and speak and I really felt that this was going to be probably the level that I, I couldn't contribute to. But actually, you and the group really supported me, I felt, to get up to speed. Um, to a point where, as I said, after a few sessions, I felt I was contributing to the group and helping others as well. So I, I would, you know, I would say anyone could, um, and indeed, even if you going in without any experience is almost is almost better um, because you you haven't got this pre preconceived idea of of what you're going to expect. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anyone's restricted from doing this. Mm -hmm. And now uh, I'm changing to a value for value structure rather than the fixed price, because I have had some insights, visions, where I see the value for value concept being more in line with higher consciousness. Have you had any experience with value for value? Um, well, I, I understand the concept, and I think it's a great idea. I think it'll it'll not that the cost is excessive at all of of your the current fee structure here, but uh, it would certainly allow people to dip their toe in the water um, without a feeling of, well, is this for me or isn't it? I don't want to commit financially i think from from a participant perspective it's a great approach because this is about you know you, you believe in what you're doing we are seeing the results from what you're doing it's going to have life-changing impacts for people that how do you how do you value that so i think i think it's it's going to be almost the challenge will be how you value it, um, and that's that's for individuals to determine. So, and that could almost be part of the of the process. Like, how much do I value this? Uh, how much do I value myself? How much do I value my time? How much do I value Sama's time? And mm. that could be part of a meditation, maybe. Mm. To, to rediscover, like like Breedlove has this show, What is Money? 
when he's it's like he's trying to poke all the time in ourselves what is money what is value what is value i think it's part of this new consciousness that we're stepping into and i heard also others speak about how we value things that has a price and not value things without a price like nature and how that price structure has shaped humanity over time how we can see something luxurious and think this is more valuable than nature you know like a like a mountain or so it's an interesting space to be thinking about value it's a more evolved way of thinking absolutely my traditional conventional world world has a, a bit of a monkey mind thing that's thinking here yeah, well if i get less value out of this it won't cost me so much <laughs> but you know you're not there to do that you're there to get as much value as you can and then it, yeah it's a very personal thing i think it's, and it will be up to an individual to 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 value that value um as a as a contribution but i think it goes hand in hand with what what the approach is and what what we we are getting out of this experience it fits very well with it because we are coming together to meditate as a group with a common aim of becoming our true selves so when you say that it's it's not really a goal you said before and uh, but i think the goal is that we will find we want to find truth inside of ourselves and to do that we need to let go of the old beliefs the old patterns and for value i think we have a lot of beliefs and patterns so it's just smashing even more beliefs absolutely and my my feeling is that when i get to that place life will be abundant abundance will be everywhere and yeah the sharing of that abundance is it's all part of it yes so if we see abundance as a natural state rather than something we have to work really 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 hard for mm. then mm. it's just sort of about uncovering that abundance rather than it's a tapping into that that energy flow that abundance flow that's it really is i, I do believe is everywhere it's simply it's a form of energy flow that we're we're all part of yes thank you very much scott for taking the time to to come and talk about your experiences is it anything you uh, felt that we forgot to talk about i don't think so i just i'll just sort of mention that i didn't really know what i what we were going to talk about today so for me this has been great to just talk and it really helps clarify my ideas and thoughts and thinking just by just by this experience so thank you this is another great experience thank you great i look forward to see you 
on the next Momentum Meditation Stand. I'll be there. Thanks, Emma. Thank you.